Time to get inspired, develop and improve your yoga knowledge in English. You listen to Your Yoga in English, a podcast for non-native English-speaking yogis that want to practice or teach yoga worldwide. My name is Annie, the founder of Enga Unite, and here to guide you on your way to become the confident, effective and knowledgeable English-speaking yogi you want to be. How are you doing today? We're live to speak with Maris from Inoma, and you may have seen her before because we have been live, I think it was last year, to speak about how to organize your retreats. And I'm just going to go and get her into the chat. Hello! Hello! How are you doing? Good, very good. Really excited for this because, yeah, we've been connecting for such a long time and creating so many things together, so I can finally share it. Yes, I'm super excited. There are many things to come, and we will speak about this. <laughs> but the aim of today's chat is really to help people here in the wellness industry that are starting to build their business break free from the system, the expectations that they think others have of them or maybe they have of themselves because that's the way we grew up or that's what we've been told to do. Seems like a logical or a safe path to really own their purpose and follow the path. Well, that is actually already there, but maybe fear getting into. For those that don't know you, Maris, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, <laughs> I'll make a short recap. Mm. I founded a company a couple of years ago, five years ago now, mm-hmm. and we bring together conscious entrepreneurs, mindful nomads for different experiences, retreats, festivals, and also build community around this. Yeah, I think that's the best introduction I can do, <laughs> short and sweet. <laughs> Yeah, and I've been part of this. I've been to two or three of your retreats and obviously the festival. I think what you do is incredible. I think it's a really amazing bridge between practicing the tools and the things that we have in wellness and applying that to the way that we build our businesses as well. Because we often see that when we are in the wellness or in this spiritual world, we're really into feeling into listening to our intuition, to share the practices that we love, but we lack the clarity, we lack the alignment and the strategy to then actually make it a profitable and a sustainable career as well. And what you do helps with all of that. And I think we're very aligned in that sense. Coming to the topic of today's chat, the importance of building community. What's been your journey with this? With community? That's a good question. I think everyone, you know, builds something based, a lot of purpose-driven businesses are based on our own personal journey and the pain points we actually experienced, find a solution, and then somehow also share it with others. Community, to be honest, when I started five years back, I had no knowledge of what community even could mean or what it could represent in a daily life for me it was the journey started from meeting people going Mm -hmm. to an event and meeting people who 
I still get goosebumps because it was the first time I entered an event and met so many people who completely opened my worldview to what's possible. So many self-made entrepreneurs, freelancers who somehow found a way to make their joy into a business, into a living, and then just went and traveled around the world. I was like, hey, <laughs> what is going on? How is this not something that more people know that is possible to do? But even thinking that, okay, first of all, knowing that this is possible, but second of all, thinking that this might be possible for you, this can be a lonely journey, really, because it has many aspects, many elements. It's not just finding a purpose or building a business, but it's also a lot of this deconditioning, personal work, self-discovery. Both of them are like full-time jobs. <laughs> we need also people around us that either already have walked the path for a while and they know how to, for example, share advice or hold space for us or just give a reference point to what's possible. Yeah, and now I also not just do events, but build community for that exact reason. We need each other, really. Coaches need coaches, other coaches to coach. <laughs> yeah. We need community to really grow. And most importantly, because this whole wellness industry and a lot of soul-led freelancers, business owners, we go against the grain. Mm -hmm. We go against what's normal in society. So we really need to remind each other of what actually matters. Yes, your intuition does matter. Yes, your human design does matter. <laughs> All those reminders. Yeah, absolutely. Hearing you speak, there are so many thoughts that come up for me. And when I started my entrepreneurial journey, I didn't actually have a very clear direction. It kind of unfolded by itself. And before I knew it, I was an entrepreneur and I was traveling the world, hosting my courses and my programs in different places, but I wasn't really ready yet to call myself a business owner. And a little bit further down the road, I realized how lonely I actually felt because I was in this alone. I was constantly on the road doing different things, connected with my students at the time. But I didn't have the community around me of other entrepreneurs on a similar journey, also managing these different things that come with it. Because in a way, we are spiritual and very conscious, mindful of how we want to live our lives. But I really realized at that time that it's super important we surround ourselves with people on a similar path, like you said, that already maybe are a few steps ahead of you to stay inspired, to be held accountable, to collaborate and expand your own communities. What do you see is missing for like people that come to your retreat or come to the festivals that they need in this community building phase? Mm, what they need. It's a lot about also connections. And uh, especially, for example, on the festival, we don't have any guided networking approach. We really believe that people are getting more and more into this culture of co-creation. And if they meet on a personal level and they really match on values, 
they naturally end up connecting and creating something together. Mm -hmm. There's always space for these new ideas because we're so in tune with somehow also with our creativity, intuition. There is not one fixed path even going about entrepreneurship, right? (laughs) It's creating many projects that we actually feel inspired to do or aligned to do. I think within this, you know, just meeting people, And hearing their stories, hearing their ideas also can sometimes lead us to a path that we couldn't even imagine for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's even hard to set an intention sometimes for an event like this that brings together a lot of people who just share the same energy and values because you can also be really completely surprised of what just this energy exchange how it can shift your path Mm -hmm. it's mostly this you know somehow feeling like okay great I can do things on my own but also I feel like there's a lot of space for co-creation secondly why people come for sure is that both being to some extent ambitious but highly sensitive and aware we need to do things with a pace that also doesn't burn us out and a lot of people come also to slow down and that we can do together you know if you jump into a river the pace of the river also will carry you and uh, slowing down I think is one of our (laughs) biggest challenges right now in the world and the work culture as well but it's an incredible opportunity I can talk about like slowing down and the importance of taking space for reflection in a transition for an endless time so (laughs) you guide me (laughs) you're touching on so many different things I think slowing down especially when you've already made a start and you are involved in different projects and you're meeting people that you want to collaborate with That's something that we need to keep reminding ourselves of. It's one of the reasons that I first joined your retreat as well, because I felt burned out and I was like, okay, I can keep going, 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 but I really need a space where there are other people that understand this rhythm, that understand what it really means to be working online, traveling around the world, being a business owner, but also being a teacher and a coach and being the leader of my team. So there's many different roles. The slowing down, I think, for me, becomes more relevant when we've already started something, when we actually feel like, okay, this is a constant reminder and we need people around us that can help us and we can help each other do that. To set yourself up for a business that's profitable and sustainable slowing down is one thing but what other things do you think are what elements are really important for this sustainable profitable business in the wellness world yeah definitely slowing down because you know what slowing down how i also have experienced this with people in different stages it has two different roles actually because also when we're in a transition of maybe for example finally quitting the job that we just thought that is a good idea it rationally made sense but it it just feels off and we really finally quit that job also there there's an immense opportunity to take the time to slow down and really create that space to go deep within because especially going into this like soul-led path 
knowing yourself mm. beyond the conditioning, the noise of people, what you've been told, what you have learned at school, all of those things. It's almost like a process of deconditioning that almost needs to happen before we actually then start doing something from the heart. Because otherwise, there's a lot of friction on the way. I'm emphasizing this because there's still an understanding a bit that, okay, taking time off or slowing down, it's almost like it's unacceptable or it's considered as a weakness. Mm -hmm. But actually, it holds massive potential then to give us so much clarity and so much confidence, so much trust beyond this that everything else is just exhilarating on the way. Honestly, I feel like it's not just entrepreneurs who already have started, but also whenever we are in a transition. Mm. <laughs> Funny enough for all the entrepreneurs who are already on their path because we're so involved in self-discovery and just becoming more and more in tune, aligned and aware, there's a constant evolution. And I've seen mm -hmm. this many times that people who already do something that they feel really, really passionate about, at some point they have gone through another depth of their own through a self and they feel like whoa okay this career path was through to me one year ago now it's not anymore and it's a process also then to almost reinvent yourself again create again another business model personal brand whatever <laughs> the business setup we need to actually go about our purpose so it's something that actually is almost relevant in each stage of our life and a lot of people actually commit to this slowing down and integration at least once per year. Mm -hmm. It's just part of our growth. But how to make it sustainable, honestly, I think also why I talk a lot about this taking time to slow down and creating this space is also because then we go so deep into our why. We go mm -hmm. a lot into our heart and feel like what's the real alignment there. Because in a business, why is the most important question, really. Any obstacle you have at any point, why mm -hmm. always brings you... It makes any obstacle seem like an opportunity, you know? Like, it's such an amazing fuel that... I want to emphasize this. But profitability, it really depends a lot on what's the business model, huh? <laughs> but what I've seen is also especially in the wellness business there's the shift of people moving from oh okay i'm providing services to help people this shouldn't be something to monetize you know there's a little bit guilt around pricing strategies or how to ask for money for this exchange into then shifting like into an empowering money mindset and seeing okay more funds more energy, more impact. Mm -hmm. And I think this is also a really important key factor. And I think profitability, it naturally follows when you find something that is really, truly aligned with you. You help other people's lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to go into human design otherwise. <laughs> we can go very specific on this. But there's ways for people to get feedback from their environment and their emotions to see if they're actually aligned with their path. And then success is almost inevitable also. I don't know if it's the thing to focus on. <laughs> yes. 
Actually, I think we are very aligned in our beliefs and, and our experience of things that we see work and that we've also applied to our own business. These are the things that I also share with my students on the business programs. I think it all starts with that reason why, like you described. Why do you actually want to have this independence, be able to work and live on your terms? Most of the time, it's freedom. And whatever then freedom means to someone that is personal, but it's all related to being free. And then most of the time as well, the second thing is making an impact. And that can also mean many different things to a person. But I think, like you said, to make that sustainable and profitable, we need to have a very clear vision of where we want to go. And vision is aligned with your purpose. Like what actually ignites your fire? What do you get really excited about? It's something that you can't stop speaking about. Because that is something that also will not feel as much like I'm working to make this business profitable. You can shift it, like you said. I'm focusing on serving people that I love working with and helping them. I'm adding value to their lives to empower them or to help them feel better about themselves or to make them healthier, whatever it is that you then offer. And I think all those key elements, vision, reason why, your purpose, all of that brings alignment, helps you stay focused and motivated to go after your values, freedom, and your reason why, and do something that's truly meaningful. Does that summarize everything that you said? <laughs> it does. Yeah. It does. Also, building upon this, something I can share maybe from an entrepreneurial perspective is also, I think, self knowledge or understanding what actually works for you is such a massive game changer for anyone who wants to go and look into more human design. Into this, it's an incredible place to start with. It describes that people have very different energy types and how they manage it. And also, there's a lot of indicators there that could help understand better yourself. So look into this. But also understanding that we are so different and also just embodying roles that we are naturally good at and not trying to force other things happen that need to happen for the business to grow. This is such an important reflection point also. Okay, what am I actually good at? What do I feel good doing? What needs to be almost outsourced? Or maybe, you know, finding other people who then match your energy, your gifts. Because I feel like with entrepreneurship, we can sometimes feel like we have to do it all. Yeah. Even if we get burned out or really exhausted in the process mm -hmm. it's part of the game yes maybe at some point it really is but there's also a time to take really time for reflection and see what parts of the business can be done by someone else and creating this space again for co-creation such a game changer this actually brings me back to this whole community thing because Building a business, what I truly believe, and I've seen this, I've experienced it, building a business is not something that you do alone. Most of us, they come up with an idea that is their idea and something that they want to work on. But for anything we want to create in life, anything we want to learn or anything that we want to grow in, we need people. 
That's how we learn. That's how we feel supported. That's how we gain new inspiration, perspectives, insights, and also it speeds up your growth. And I think like you said, understanding your human design, it was not actually part of the chat, but it does really help you or support you in finding the people, surrounding yourself with people that stimulate or that promote that growth. However, when you are at that stage, when you have an idea that you want to make happen, it's maybe a vision or a purpose that you feel like you need to go after. How then do you find these people? To test your ideas with. To test your ideas with, but also to learn from them, to be inspired, to be held accountable, support each other. Yeah, I feel like this has a lot to do with resonance and trust also. Because also, yeah, I am very biased in giving advice and recommendation on this because our way of giving people the safe space to test their ideas is through retreats. And also the festival it is with the approach that we have created a program. It's almost like a playground where people then can come in and also co-create some of the program and maybe test their ideas in maybe for the first time. Quite a few people have come, for example, with this intention that, okay, I really want to step into for example, a yoga teacher position, but I first want to have the experience of how it feels to do it in a really safe space. (laughs) Yeah, it is one way to test ideas, both within like online communities, but there's a different energy exchange and connection in person, for sure. Mm -hmm. Because online, maybe we build connection over like six months, nine months, a year to actually feel somewhat connected and safe enough to really tap into our gifts and share them with others. Mm. Whereas if you step into an experience that's maybe shorter in duration, but is designed for that in-person interaction, then it can be such an accelerator also on testing ideas, Mm -hmm. finding reference points again to... Mm what's possible and get a lot of support from people. It's almost like you step into a cheerleader club (laughs) without having planned for it. Yeah. (laughs) Nice metaphor. I like it. (laughs) Yeah. Bearing in mind the people that are not yet in spaces like these and really starting out. We spoke about this before we were starting the chat. We mentioned I can't remember if it was you or I think it was you. You said that there's a lot of events out there that are for wellness entrepreneurs. It can be a meetup. It can be a conference. It can be like a speed dating event, but for wellpreneurs. And it may be that there you don't actually find the right people or that you don't feel aligned with it. And do you know what I'm speaking about? Yeah. Do you want to speak to this? Yeah, it's a good point. Also, looking back at my journey where I first started meeting people was on digital nomad meetups. Mm-hmm. In, For example, Lisbon is a place where these meetups happen every Thursday. You meet a lot of people. And yes, you can meet people who you can really connect with. But depending on their lifestyle, they might stay in that location only a couple of weeks or maybe one month maximum. There's always some challenges in going like, 
a level deeper and really making somehow or creating really space for that connection to give something really deeply meaningful to you. Mm-hmm. One suggestion that I think we also talked about it before is that looking at events, whether they're like small formats, bigger formats, from a lens of community also can be such a big help because there is, especially in the nomad world, like location independent entrepreneurs, traveling world, joining just an event and also serve a purpose. Great, cool, works. But joining an event that is also supported by a community or almost like built upon community, that is a completely different approach also because then through this event, you gain such a strong connection with the community and with the people. You have your small circle that they're like, whoa, okay, <laughs> we are in this together. But with this small circle, you're also part of a bigger community. And for example, you do it as well. You facilitate the groups together. We facilitate community. For example, after the festival, we had many online reunions and people created so many things together. So it's almost just an entry point. <laughs> it's not the actual end goal, which already can give you it can completely change your life just because our purpose is so incredibly beautiful and big and aligned that sometimes we just need other people and energy, you know, to remind us of what can be possible and what we're actually born to do with our gifts. It's goosebumps. <laughs> when you were speaking, I was thinking of the festival that you hosted. It was in October. It feels shorter ago. But it's true that when I've also been to like general nomad meetups and I'm thinking back of those experiences that I had a good time and I made some really nice connections. But I also feel that not every nomad or digital nomad, people that work while they travel, same intentions or same vision. There are people that really just don't do work to be free and travel But then there are also people that do work because they have a purpose with that. And I think when those people come together, it's almost like contagious because everyone feels so inspired by each other's stories, which then again gives you so much motivation. Like you say, it's an opportunity to be reminded of everything that you have already created and done and how much growth and possibility is there still to take it a step further. and make a bigger impact. I've got so many flashbacks right now. (laughs) I'm getting distracted. Can you tell us, because for people that want to experience something like this, they want to be surrounded by other people that can help them take this next step, what would be something that work on with you? With me? Well, (laughs) the next (laughs) event that we have coming up is a retreat in the end of March. Mm -hmm. It's in Morocco that both of us will be hosting (laughs) and facilitating. And also, this is very intentionally built, first of all, to get into this motion of slowing down. Whether we're in a transition or early stages of entrepreneurship, because that's mostly how it's designed. And we go through this very curated journey of, first of all, setting up our routines and 
just connecting in the space of daily habits, the yoga and the meditation, but because also it nourishes our growth. Like everything we do throughout the day, if we start the day with this space of mindfulness, we also throughout the day, even if we learn something about, for example, dive deeper into human design or we look at our business models, how it's set up and how we can optimize things to gain more freedom. We do it from a space of like, okay, I can learn some things, but also I will take time to integrate and embody because this is one of like the key approaches that we have that is not just about like, okay, let's come together and get inspired <laughs> and get super motivated. But also even throughout the week, there's so many activities that help us to release and embody and go into this um, deeper emotional states that actually are so, so important also on our business journey. It's this mindfulness meets entrepreneurship through a really curated journey. And it's everything from daily routines to an ecstatic dance to personalized masterminds, personalized human design readings, a lot of sessions to get to know yourself and really be deeply connected and present with yourself, but also with other people. Because there is so much healing when we are present and vulnerable, but also there's immense healing if we're present and vulnerable in a safe space with other people. Someone put it into a visual that then one plus one doesn't equal two, one plus one equals 11. So there's some exponential energy that also helps us to go deeper and then to grow from that really aligned energy. Yes. <laughs> I never heard that one before, but I love it. Mm. Because, well, we know this from each other. Whenever we see double numbers, we take screenshots of our phone. One and one being 11 is your favorite thing. <laughs> yeah. And I think like you described, the program really just gives you a taste of what this wellness entrepreneurship journey can look like and helps you to set up a routine where you're not just working, working, but really taking the time to stay aligned, to remind yourself of your purpose, to question, am I doing this for the doing or am I actually taking these actions, these steps forward to follow up with my purpose and to stay on track with the path that's actually already laid out for yeah. me? And all of that sharing together, it's so important. Staying also open to all the possibilities because I have seen it so many times over and over again that people, if they really connect, you know, heart to heart, they also, for example, start working together or creating things together. This is a way to honestly save a lot of time in finding the right people because I think a lot of us have been some point in our life I've been working with people that we just feel like oh I wouldn't be in the same room or the same call with you if I wouldn't have to you know <laughs> and what a life of freedom this is like what a layer this is if you can actually find the people to work with that you really truly align with mm -hmm. yeah it's the ultimate right <laughs> Mara, is there anything else that you would like to share before we end our training? 
for example, a good way to make this decision, like, okay, is this community for me? Is this experience for me? Because I think, honestly, yeah, our energy is so precious. We should choose carefully the people we surround ourselves with and the experiences we join. For example, how we have set it up, if you want to almost like explore a bit, what's the actual interaction, the knowledge exchange, the energies. We have set up a membership. I'm happy to give people also a sneak peek into this. And then it's the calls. We always have calls with people before when they join, just to get to know each other, build a bit upon this trust. Mm -hmm. And also it's a way to actually give people a bit more guidance on what event of, for example, our yearly events could fit for them. So it's a way for us to make this connection and help to give some advice of, okay, where are you at right now? And how can we, with different events, maybe help you get where you want to go? So it's a very exploratory discovery alignment call. If anyone wants to connect on this, I would be more than happy to. It's part of the process. And this is something really, really beautiful because that really allows you as well to connect with people that are actually on the same path, that do have that same type. You probably have a different vision of what you want to do, but the lifestyle and how you want to feel building that life is almost always the same or really, 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 really similar, which yeah, that allows for super deep connections. Maris, thank you so much for being here. Oh, likewise. I think we're going to be back soon again together. (laughs) The topic will be confirmed. But if anyone has questions about this, whether it's how do I actually start building my business? How do I find my vision? How do I know what my purpose is? Where do I find my community? Ask us anything. We're here to help you out with those things. Helping you here to really navigate the transition I think that sums it up. Yeah. Absolutely. And true embodiment, because our body knows, even if we intellectually are still a bit like, oh, 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 what should we do or how? Oh, there's part of us that already knows. And it's almost like we're just helping you to unlock this. Yeah, no, it's true. Okay, don't get me started because I can go. <laughs> Let's speak about that next time. Yeah, we're going to continue with this conversation very soon, definitely before the retreat. So stay tuned. And I think that's it for now. Thank you so much, everyone, for being here. Questions, just write a message. And Maris, I will see you very soon too. Thank you, Annie. Bye. (laughs) Bye, everyone. (laughs) You listen to Your Yoga in English, brought to you by Enga Unite a unique online learning platform for non-native English-speaking yogis. If you liked what you learned today, I would love for you to leave a review. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us at Enga Unite. Join the community and become a member of the Teach Yoga in English support group. Check out our continuing education membership that offers you the chance to develop your skills and expertise through self-paced learning and live classes and training. If you want help understanding what you need to improve and create an action plan to achieve the goals that you have for your career as an international yoga teacher, book a free discovery call with me, Annie. 
You can find all the links in the show notes. This is your time to invest time in your personal and professional development.